3: High noon on a Tuesday here inside the SWBC podcast studio, and that means it's time for Mickey to try to figure out how to work his headset, like you know how to work yours. By yeah, working just is, fine. Yours yes. never changes.
1: I'm gonna, you know, there's this note here on the media guide about this is the podcast text line, and this is the podcast media, media guide. guide. I'm going to put a note on here. Quit messing with the headsets.
3: <laughs> it's not just on Tuesdays, it's any day of the week. Mickey has issues. I thought
1: here. no one used this one. Why does it always get turned on?
3: You know Dude. what? They got bigger problems in Buffalo than you yes, have with your do. headset. I'm oh, looking my. at the NFL network right now and they have fired their offensive coordinator oh, Ken Lord. Dorsey. Joe Brady named the interim OC. What about the special teams coordinator? <laughs> <laughs> He can't 12th. count. Can you believe <laughs> they, that? There was they, a great line I saw. They need last a sixth night. grader. <laughs> Russell Wilson benefited by the 12th man once again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Funny, great line, great
4: line. So uh, 12 men watching. on the field. I love watching that wow. game. Wow! Yeah, I, I was. It was. I, it was comical the entire game. Uh, I was trying to get a little workout upstairs. My son's up there, and I just texted him. I said. You've got to come out and watch this game. We sat down; and it got funnier. At the, like the last five or so minutes,
1: it got even funnier. Well, the funniest thing probably was what Troy Aikman didn't say, <laughs> which is when what? they put up that that sign in the stadium about Super, and and it left out the O and Bowl yeah, or yeah. something. And Troy goes yeah, I don't think I'm going to go there. <laughs> they were talking about them not having won a, a Super Bowl, and, 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 and Joe tried to, to just make them do it, right? He goes, no, I'm not going to go there, because he was going to point out, yeah, and they lost two to us, two, too, that's by right. the way, yeah, and one four to me.
4: in four in Yeah, one to me. So, man. Oh, that was uh, really too funny. Too many guys on the field. I mean, field. They, they tried their best to. They just didn't want uh, Denver to go home without a win. What do you think's <laughs> up with Josh Allen? I don't know, but he's been having this problem since he came in the Apparently
3: league. Apparently it was the offensive coordinator because
1: uh, he yeah, just that's changed who it is. Yeah, <laughs> That's who it is. That's going to solve yeah. the interception yeah, problem? Yeah, that's going to
4: stop him from throwing into double coverage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can't fire the quarterback when he's making I, I, that kind of money. I say keep that – what they say, keep that same energy. When it comes to someone else, like you did with our QB, there he's, you go. He's, yeah. he's thrown eleven interceptions already. Uh, he he seems to be. He seems to feel like they are in a desperate situation, but he played like that from game one, mm-hmm. as if they were desperate. I think the pressure. You know, once he had that good game against Mahomes, everyone just fell in love with him, which is easy to because he, he's got the tools. But they even kind of didn't they like. Change overtime because they felt so sorry for him after he lost to to uh, uh, put my home Patrick Mahomes and they start, didn't they not like change overtime. Oh, you <laughs> mean in the, in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we we felt so bad for him. <laughs> he, he did such a great job. This guy's up and coming. Let's change the overtime rules or some crap. I don't know what they did. <laughs> and so he he was he's always been that prince ever since that game. And I think he's always been trying to live up to that. That's, a, that's tough to live up to, trying to chase Pat, Patrick Mahomes.
3: Mm-hmm. and you're, you're, uh, You better watch behind. after them Broncos. Yeah. Well, now you look at uh, the Broncos. They have back-to-back wins uh, against Kansas City and Buffalo. They had a bye weekend between the two. And they've now won three straight games – Second hottest team in the league behind, <laughs> behind
4: the Cowboys. No, behind no? the
3: Minnesota Vikings. Wow, they've won five straight. Right? Minnesota's won five in a row. That's and guess sad. who plays on Sunday night? Minnesota plays at Denver on Sunday night. Oh man, that's which be great. two weeks ago you would have said this would be a snore. Yeah, <laughs> no one's they,
1: making fun can of. Can they get Sean rid of that Payton. Sunday
3: night game and move another <laughs> game to Sunday night? Well, now you got the two hottest teams in the league playing on Sunday night. Minnesota at Denver. And you know what? Denver won despite
1: themselves of Russell Wilson <laughs> He what do you think's his deal Is it just a protection cuz he's I bet he ran more times than he threw the ball He feels
4: he seems like he feels like that you know he's got to be this football player all the time Man and he's he's always been that guy though he never really stayed in the pocket much Yeah But I got to say Spags I'm trying to give him some 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 grace because it just they they weren't oh, even Troy, Troy was there. They're not open downfield, and and they're, they're they're definitely not protecting him. They're a much better run blocking team than
1: they are pass blocking team. There should be a stat for how many yards you need to pass for to win a game. Yeah, he, he was like at 170 or something. <laughs> you offended? No, I was just like, how does that work? Oh man! But anyway, we got. Bigger problems here. No, no, what are they? No problems here. Well, we can start with um, Jerry basically ruling Leighton Vander out for the season. And yeah. I think it could be a career. Mm. I was always worried about him. Yeah.
0: And the, it's the, it's anytime
3: that he had a neck injury yeah. and when he went off the field in that San Francisco game, that's what the fear that everybody has. Mm-hmm. And it what and I think it's more than just the stinger.
1: I think it's I got a stinger. I've already had vertebrae fusion in the neck, and that's the last thing they have know, talked another. about me having uh, s- cervical stenosis. Um, and I th- and I th- the one line that Jerry said today um, on the fan. Um, He finished by saying it has everything to do with what's in his best interest. That's right. So uh, I had been told when I asked about it that it was complicated. Mm-hmm. And it didn't sound like physically complicated. So, um, yeah, I mean, this he's got a, he signed a two year, $8 million deal. Um, and this year against the cap he was counting 3.16 um if he doesn't play next year it's only 2.25 against the salary cap in dead money so um yeah you you feel for the guy and he's he doesn't look like a guy that is desperately having to play football mm-hmm. you know some guys will you know i got to do this right uh so Kind of a sad situation for a really top notch guy and a top notch player. Well, he, um, you know,
4: I could see something was going to be a problem as well when it first happened. Because, like I said, you just, too many injuries in that area. Yeah. Especially after a serious one. Yeah, you, know, you just don't say, oh, it's another stinger. No, nah, not in the same area. Right. I didn't feel good about it at all. I was worried about him even the first time. Before surgery, I yeah. remember talking to you, to you guys about it. I just thought, you know, scary stuff, man. You know, I'm a DB. I, I feel stuff right now. I was trying my best not to hit anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, you know, he's he's a soldier. You know, he goes in there and, right. and he does the job. And so, yeah, yeah, you worry about that stuff.
3: Do, is there any indication uh, when a decision will be made? On Leighton, they don't have to make a decision now. I mean, you just
1: you just leave him on injured reserve. Right, right. But in yeah. his
3: that that Leighton making a decision right, himself. Right, right. Oh, him. Yeah. yeah, I don't know
1: that that's come up, and it's probably maybe it's on down the road. Yeah. Uh, well,
4: it seems like that's what Jerry was alluding to. Mm. We're talking about complicated. I mean,
1: the other thing Jerry said, but we, he said, but we just wish him well, and just the nature of his potential injury here causes me to really think long-term and beyond what it means for the next week or beyond Mm -hmm. what it means for the next month relative to the team. Well, everybody wants to know, well, gosh, what are the Cowboys going to do? Right away, it's like, is there anybody in free agency? No, you've got a guy on the practice squad that you started this past game, Rashawn Evans, Mm -hmm. and uh, played, what did I say yesterday, 28, 28 snaps?
3: To exactly. uh, I mean, he uh,
1: uh, and, and 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 he's a guy that like wasn't in. Well. He
3: wasn't in training camp anywhere. He, he no. signed with Philadelphia right. for a, a day and then um, got out of that contract. And then a month later, after the Van der Esch injury, he gets signed by the Cowboys to the practice squad. And mm-hmm. so we're just now reaching the end of what is normally a preseason ramp up period yeah. for a player. You know, and so that's. Where, where he is as far as just the 28 snaps. But I thought at the time that they signed Rashawn Evans coming off, he was a leading tackler for the Falcons last year at 158 tackles or whatever. That's more than just a uh, guy that's filling in. You know, that's a guy who can be a starting linebacker. Right. And he's very, still young in his career.
1: And they didn't do that until – Van der Esch had his right after injury. the it was, it was after the Van der Esch injury. injury, yeah,
3: right. Which I didn't think I thought they needed to do that anyway just to shore up, get enough depth, even when right. Van der Esch comes back after uh the injury, uh, the injured reserve stint. Um, but they clearly they had more knowledge on that on that than we yeah. did anyway, right? So exactly, and made it and, made it a no brainer to get Rashawn Evans in here.
1: And then the other thing is. You know, Micah Parsons, they played him about a half, about a dozen snaps at linebacker. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know if that was just uh, a plan for the Giants game, knowing that they were going to run the ball and they played five, at times five defensive linemen and him at linebacker. But that was what I was told around training camp when I asked the question, what happens if Damone Clark or Leighton Vanderech suffer an injury? And it's like, Michael Parsons gotta play more linebacker. Mm-hmm. So that's an option. Now the complication is that was uh Rashawn Evans' third elevation and you only get three off the practice squad. Mm-hmm. So do they be patient and not make a move right away in hopes that somebody I mean, you don't hope anybody gets hurt, but the percentages say somebody might have to go on IR, mm-hmm. and then you can elevate them to 53. Otherwise, if you look at the roster and you're saying, okay, if I sign them to the 53, i got to cut somebody. Mm. And you start looking, and it's like, okay, who do you want to cut? Because you can say, well, you can put them on the practice squad, That's what I was but you has got to clear waivers. Mm. And we've seen the Cowboys lose guys trying to, clear waivers to get to the practice squad. I don't know if you guys have a suggestion on who you think could clear waivers, um, but I started looking at it, and it's like they only have three backup offensive linemen there, so you you can't do that. Maybe a defensive lineman that's not active, but it's not like you're going to sneak somebody through waivers. Not from this defense. Right, <laughs> um, You know, the one guy that came to mind to me was Eric Scott, the cornerback. But somebody out there is going to say, you know what? The Cowboys traded a 2024 draft choice to go to the first
3: pick in the sixth round to draft this guy. They must have seen something. Mm-hmm. Well, there's enough teams in this league that are I mean, half the league is out of it. At this point in the season, I mean, right. out of the playoff that's, race, that's basically, right. yeah. and so you're just going to be vultures and take whoever comes turn the to, bottom uh, of your right, roster, right? Right, like uh, Tyrus Wheat would be a right w- one, and know? he's on the 53 now, right? Right, and he's actually playing, right? But I mean, you take even a guy like him, who's an undrafted guy, and the Cowboys try to sneak him to the pra- back to the practice squad, whatever. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Teams are looking for players like that. That a team like the Cowboys, that have a lot of talent, a lot of mm-hmm. depth, are are trying to do some things with. I mean, we've already seen it this season. Uh, guys that have been picked up from Devin Harper to uh, it's very difficult for this team to get a guy to the practice squad. As far as the linebacker position goes, um, you know, with what they have here now at linebacker. Um, yeah, and, and the way not only this team but other teams in the league play nickel – I mean, your nickel is your right. starting defense, whatever. And so Marquise Bell is one of those linebackers. Right. And Wanye Thomas would be the next guy in line for for that type of a role in the, in the box. So mm-hmm. in the game Sunday, Evans
1: played 28 snaps, Bell played 22 snaps – so it looked like they were using Bell in more nickel situations mm-hmm. or passing situations and Evans in knowing that the cowboy or the
3: Giants wanted to run the football. Mm-hmm. But I look at it as much as, okay, you're looking at two different linebacker positions now. One of them is a true quote unquote linebacker. Damon Clark, Rashawn Evans are in that category right there. Right. And your other one is your Marquise nickel linebacker, Bell. which is Marquise Bell, and I would put Wanye Thomas. If something happened to Marquise Bell, Wanye mm-hmm. would be one that could fill that type of a role. Mm-hmm. And then, and Parsons is the wild card. Your
4: push comes to shove, I would imagine, if they
3: had to, Jayron would also. And be pushed into that situation. Yeah, yeah. He's got that same uh, skill set, and then you got Malik Jefferson um, on your on practice squad. Pra- but practice he's But I'm just looking his, at uh, as yeah. overall
1: depth. If right. someone goes down with an injury, because he's already used his three elevations. Right. Um, so you have to kind of try to figure out how to make room,
3: and Malik Jefferson falls into that. Uh, initial category of a true linebacker: mm-hmm. it's Damone right. Clark, Rashawn right. Evans, Malik Jefferson. Those are that's your inventory of those true linebackers. It still seems like you're shorthanded there, but any more in this league where you're playing nickel all the time, and as well as Marquise Bell has played, even defending the run, um, you know. And you might try to do that. These next two games are so close
1: to each other, right? And then. Reassess after Thanksgiving to try to make a move on the on the fifty three. So it'd be interesting to see how they decide to go forward. But they got to
3: do something. The point is, they got to do something with Rashawn Evans. They have to sign him to the fifty three this this week. Think right? That's
1: what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, you got to have at least two true linebackers playing. Mm -hmm and they've had it with him up they had mm-hmm. that at least that uh because the last thing you know and i'm sure this goes through their mind but what if something happens to clark because clark is now van
3: yeah right and uh, so that vershawn evans is is his backup basically right you know? yeah
1: absolutely so uh yeah it kind of you
3: know it's it's not hard to go through – it's hard to go through 17 mm-hmm, games. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Yep. All right, we're just getting started on this edition of Mixed Shots, and we will be back in just a moment.
2: I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And
3: they snap it to Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run
0: for a first down.
2: Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands.
5: That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy cheesy savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos
6: better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor.
0: Miller Light and the Cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Light. The only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Mixed
4: shots. K Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. That was for you, Savannah, wherever you
3: are. Do you think she's in the Dominican Republic? I think yet, her toes or? are in the sand. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she informed us at the end of the show. She's headed to the Dominican the Republic. Right There's there. a wedding down there, <laughs> a football season wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Any other bad news you want to give us?
1: Uh, And I think C.J. Goodwin decided he needed surgery on his pec, which he needed. He was just was he trying to hold out? He was hopeful that he could brace it and get back. And I think reality hit that uh, he's done for the season. Also, Mm. Um, Jordan Lewis, I think, did he get hurt? He did. I thought he came back in though. Okay, I thought he did. Because there was no real injury report right. after, right. and no sat, one asked. He, he sat up. No one asked about him. So, um, so Bill, you you brought up interesting stat here. CD Lamb, the, the the updated stats, mm-hmm. league stats are out right okay. now. And when I go to leaders in receptions in the NFL, CD is now sixth. With sixty-eight and fourth, it's a tie for at sixty-nine. So, the only guys really with a bunch ahead of them are um, Allen Chargers, Keenan Allen, yes, seventy-three, Diggs Buffalo seventy-three, and tight end Minnesota Hawkinson seventy-one.
3: Mm-hmm. T.J. Hawkinson,
1: Hill. And Chase have 69, and then C.D. Lamb, 68. So I just figured out over, and that's in nine games, over a 17-game season, he would have 128.
3: Which is a trend that really started for C.D. one year ago this week. Okay. Mm -hmm. I went back and looked. It was the Green Bay game last year, November 13th, at Green Bay, He had 15 targets in that game for 11 receptions, 150 yards, and two touchdowns in that game. That was the first of what would be five 100-yard receiving games in the last nine games of the regular season last year. And I believe he's at five 100-yard games so far this year. He's got three in a row, obviously. Four? Three.
1: I think he's got – does he have four? Well – Anyway, from a yardage standpoint, right. he's third now in the NFL. Think, think about this. Third in nine games, he's got 975. Last year he finished with 1,359, and he still has eight games left.
3: So and He does have four straight 100-yard games, and right. it's five overall for the season. Yeah, four straight. So he's got, he has, in the last calendar year, which is a total of 18 games, since the Green Bay game last year, he has 10 100-yard receiving games out of 18 games he's played in. And during that time, 18 games, 133 receptions for 1,778 yards in the last calendar year. Ten touchdowns. Which is, seems low. He's only has four touchdown catches this year, right? And he had six in the last six touchdowns in the last nine games last year. Got off to a slow start because of those early blowouts. They weren't. They quit
1: throwing the ball. That's not what he wanted to hear.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was not feeling that explanation.
3: Well, he only had one touchdown catch the first six games this year, and he's and got he three in the last to three sure games. Make sure they
4: knew about it too, mm-hmm. and he yeah. let them know. Hey, I'm the man around here. What's going on? I'm the one supposed to be getting all these touches. I don't care what kind of – what we're going through and change of offensive scheme, offensive coordinator, play calling. I am the man. You win with me. You don't win without me. That's basically what that meeting was probably all about.
1: And they've done a much better job. They listened. Much better job of getting him away from double coverage by putting him in motion, right? That's it. You've been talking about it. That's it. That is it. And I think I said it – was it last week when – I asked Michael Irvin about it. He was here doing an interview, and I asked him about C.D. Lamb, and he basically came out and said he's the best 88 of us all. And it's, it's like, why is that? And he goes, because none of us could play the slot. He can play outside, and he can play inside. And none of them played in the backfield either. Yeah, right. They yep. didn't none hand of, Michael no, no. <laughs> end Could you imagine, that. Michael, that would
4: be
3: a disaster. So someone asked me this morning, so do you consider C.D. to be an elite receiver in this league? Oh, my. <laughs> I said, I said, that was my reaction. I won't, I won't ask you who asked you that. <laughs> it was a guy in Philadelphia. Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> I mean, ask C.D. They asked him, are you the best receiver and, in the league? He goes, I'm over. Of
3: one well, and, <laughs> and I like, this. and really, if you go back and look at last year, <laughs> when he started taking off was the Green Bay game. Well, that was when basically when Dak was back in the lineup, right? You know? exactly. And the only thing that kept him, not nothing against Cooper Rush. I mean, Cooper Rush got him the record this <laughs> in did, the fourth quarter the other yeah. day, and that was uh, very purposeful. <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, but had he, had Dak been healthy the entire year last year, it would have started at the beginning of the year last year mm-hmm. rather than at midseason last year.
1: They had already figured out he needed nine <laughs> yards, and he got a five and a four to get to one fifty-one. Great
3: case in point on, um, and you can. There's countless examples of it. Um, CD in motion and how that allows him and also his teammates to yeah. get open, whatever. But it was on a, on his touchdown catch the other day. He was in motion, and it was a safety, Bobby McCain, who wound up on him. Mm-hmm. He had outside leverage on him, and the route running of CD, he still he got to the – He set him up. To, yeah. He still set him up. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, the catch right before – the Dak touchdown run remember the Cowboys were had been penalized mm-hmm. and they were back second and 20 or so back at their own uh, back at the uh, Giants 28 yard line something like that right. and so they they cut the distance down in half with a pass that per- purposefully Dak threw it low and away and CD had to go Take it off his. Right. That was a hell of a catch. It was. All that hands. All hands right off his. That was a hell of a catch. Right, a of a catch. Of, right. And there was, you know, they went back to look at it on TV like, oh, <laughs> he trapped that. And then Olsen's no, like, oh, nothing. that was, Olsen said what you said. That was a heck of a catch. Those strong hands, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But then if you go back and look, the next play, there's 16 seconds left in the half when Dak had his touchdown run. Mm hmm. Go look what happened on that play, and C.D.'s D's effect on Dak's touchdown run. CD and Brandon Cooks—they had three receivers to the left, so they were both in the slot to the left. But CD runs a basically a dig, and then he went to the to the end zone. Yes. Okay, and they were playing a zone. Two DBs go with <laughs> they CD. Bit that. They bid it. They they both they both go w- turn their back to Dak and run with CD to the back of the end zone where there was already a safety waiting back there. Yeah. So CD basically took. Three DBs out of the play, which opened up the middle of the field for Dak to just jaunt right into the end end zone, 10-yard touchdown run. Well, a dig route is perfect
4: for uh, Mm -hmm. attracting attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you know, and and, and Dak was
3: eyeballing him as well. Mm -hmm. So he saw everything. Right, right. But those two defenders, they both just chased CD. They just turned (laughs) and and tucked tail and ran after CD. I had it in big letters. (laughs) Doubled CD. And, And there was already a safety Back there, Mm -hmm. who uh, as as Dak is crossing the goal line, (laughs) finally comes into the picture. (laughs) That's the effect that CD has. Right, right. and if they
1: want to double them, okay, take your chances with Cooks. Right, take your chances with Michael Gallup on a deep route. I thought it was a game where you know it ended up being a game
4: where we could try a lot of stuff. You know, we need to do that. That's a good point. We got to try stuff. I mean, we 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 don't want to wait till the playoffs to see if we can throw deep. We don't want to wait to the playoffs to see if Rico is ready for you know first and goal, second, third and goal. Those are the kind of things that we worked on. Of course, it's a team that was really beat down at the time. Right. You know that spirits were down, and that's the time when you need to take advantage of those opportunities. But you know it's, it won't be against uh, the New York Giants the next time we see Doddle. You know, hopefully the next time we see that type of situation. We can, you know, say it was in a big game. It's against the Seahawks. It's against the Eagles. You know, it's a game where we really needed, and he's been proven
3: mm-hmm. already. And that—that that sounds like Mike McCarthy's message to the team at halftime yesterday, right? Which were, they're up twenty-eight to nothing, but and it's take advantage of yes. this opportunity right. to.
1: And if you listen to what he's been saying, when people kept asking what's the difference in the offense, and he says we're growing. Well, Jerry got asked about it and Jerry's point was and you said this and in so many words not that McCarthy was sandbagging no but he hasn't emptied no the toolbox and he's saving some stuff, right? And and Jerry basically said you've got to work on things, but when you get to the playoffs, you got to have something different that maybe teams haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Or hadn't seen in a while. In a while. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's maybe this whole thing, because I think uh, McCarthy's word is we're evolving. So evolving means we ain't there yet. No. And he's trying to do Still some, some stuff. things. Still got yeah. some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I got a hammer in that darn <laughs> toolbox. That
3: would, saving that that would be Rico. That would be Rico. Rico's Rico hammer. Yeah. Yeah. We've been calling for that hammer all yes, season, we haven't have. we? Yes, we have. All right, we continue with more mix Shots in a moment.
6: The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org.
0: Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas.
2: I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And
3: they snap at the Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down.
2: Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands.
5: That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like.
0: (sighs) With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial.
4: Tis the season for youth football and dance camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance to learn from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and former NFL players at AT AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. Celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Register today at dallascowboys.com slash camps.
3: It's like five weeks away till Christmas. <laughs>
5: well, up, up,
1: up, up by the the knuckle up there, they've already got the Christmas tree. Yeah, the tree is Oh, up yeah, there, it's been up, up for tree. a while. Yeah, probably. it was up
4: last week. Haven't even got the Thanksgiving. It, it, it yet? looks like. <laughs> or
1: Thanksgiving, you know? <laughs> right. You drive <laughs> like, drive around like at night.
3: Stepchild. Uh, drive around at night, and it looks like it, the Christmas is next week. <laughs> Everyone puts their lights up like. In well, by guy, Halloween, their lights are up. The guy that p- puts our <laughs> puts our lights up. Oh, you got a guy that puts you your lights up. You got a guy. <laughs> you think I'm going up on the roof? I'll guarantee you if you I... probably got a guy that works on your pool, too. You if got I have a guy. Uh, that's me. <laughs>
1: uh, he put them up... Uh, Monday, I think.
3: Mm. But I don't
1: have to leave him in. Is he at your guard gate in. too?
3: Is he the one that the guard gate? <laughs> yeah, man's your gate.
1: I'm the gate I'm guard the gate. I'm the guard gate. I'm the pool guy. <laughs> you got a yard guy? I do have a guy that oh cuts my. Oh my god! Yeah, well, you I don't are have kept, time to do it. Kept man. Wow! No, I'm I not I'm know spending that. money. <laughs> it doesn't come free um you're helping the unemployment rate but i haven't <laughs> i haven't plugged the lights in though i just plugged them in to make sure he that's good I, i'm
3: good with i'm good with go ahead and put the lights on your house or whatever yeah. just don't turn them on yet no
1: after thanksgiving
3: right? yeah i that's the way i treat my sports you know one sport at a time my lights are on the inside yeah
5: <laughs> on the inside yeah, <laughs> not
1: on the outside.
3: <laughs> my lights if if i'm lucky I take care of that. That's why the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving. It that Thanksgiving weekend is my weekend to do mm-hmm. Christmas lights. If I'm lucky, I get it done then.
1: Yeah, but it's hard because you don't get the whole weekend because they play the next Thursday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can't put
3: things that's off. Right, and go, you, gotta oh, be, you, you got to be. You got You got to work on. And you got to work on Friday, right? You got to work on Sunday too. They're back to work, right? That's right. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday
1: off on Wednesday, play on Thursday. You got to wait till that next week when they have the 10 days. So, by the way, uh, we talk about what CD's doing. Well, CD doesn't do what he's doing unless Dak Prescott's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed that, you know, he in in a lot of the rankings and stuff, he was around 12th, 13th. Today, Dak Prescott is the has the third best Quarterback ranking in the National Football League, 105.1. Brock Purdy leads at 109.9, and second is Tua at 106.4. Then Dak, ahead of Russell Wilson, Cousins, Stroud, Herbert, Goff, Jackson, Hurts, Mahomes, Allen, on and on. Uh, He's number one in completion percentage. 70.7 70.7 percent, and he is number four in average per average gain at 8.05 yards. So, all of a sudden, in these last few games, he has flourished. In the last three games, by the way, he's completed 72.7 percent of his passes for a thousand eighty two yards and 11 touchdowns. So He's on fire right now also. Uh, what did he say about that interception? Because I couldn't, I couldn't quite
4: figure out what, how that guy was able to decipher, you know, if he came off of a man. I can't I remember did. if he, he said that. No, no, this is,
3: this is the advantage, Mickey, of watching the game at home. Uh, because this is why I love watching the game at home. Because I can back it up and watch the live mm-hmm. I came, too, and except my dish anywhere was
1: not working on Sunday. <laughs> and they haven't called me yet to But you were at the game, weren't you? It, but I do it on my laptop. Oh, okay. You, right. don't, you don't have a dish, guy Anywhere? Yeah. No, you can't get to one.
3: So, And I was surprised that on the Fox telecast they did not go back and look at it. And the reason they didn't it was whatever happened right after that happened quickly. Mm-hmm. Something else, Cowboys got an interception. or something. I don't remember what happened. Uh, uh, to where it, they didn't they, they went to a commercial break and they never did go back and review mm-hmm. what happened on the interception. Mm-hmm. CD went in motion, okay, and who was it that intercepted the pass? I think uh, it
4: was on Twenty eight for some reason. Let me
3: go back and find it here. Um, it was Cordell okay. Flott. Yeah. F- okay, Flott. Okay and it was funny because my wife was watching the game with me and I did I went back and looked at it and then I did the whole telestrator demonstration for her like she cared <laughs> she's right, sitting on right. her iPad and Honey, my, you gotta my look wife at hates
4: it. it when I just rewind anything. yeah
3: I rewound it yeah. and so I'm like see here's what happened on this plate okay CD goes in motion and you see this number 28 for the Giants he's going with CD and what that's telling Dak is they're in man coverage see because he chased him across the backfield, then he chases him back over there. But, what actually happened there, he came off a of CD and he was actually playing zone. They were disguising their coverage and Dax thought they were in man. He came off CD and he was right there for the interception. I'm he sure it, was do it impressed. to
0: Ferguson. I'm sure she was very so right. that's what happened on the play. I was able to go she back and look at care. it. She yeah. did not care. And then, uh,
1: what uh, quarter was that? That
3: was second quarter. Second quarter, right? Uh, no, it was late first. What was it Late first. Late first. No, yeah, it was the last play of the first quarter. Okay, last play of the first quarter, and that's why they went to commercial quickly after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, right after that, oh uh, Wanya Thomas dropped the interception because uh, they were down Man. at the twelve yard line, and that was been sweet. And so that's what it wasn't an interception. Wanya Thomas dropped the interception in the touch in the end zone, and so they never went back and reviewed the uh, DAC interception. Yeah, he didn't get the pass over. The safety, right? He was he was throwing to Ferguson, right? And but what happened was Flot came off of Dak, who went I don't know what route Dak I mean a uh, CD ran, but he came off a of CD, and so Dak never saw him because he thought he was in man. And it wasn't
4: it wasn't a, a, a high pass.
3: No, no. he, he no. caught it basically right. A, yeah, the right. So yeah, it was definitely it was a bang bang mm-hmm. play. It wasn't a but other so. than that. He's been pretty darn good. That was the only play that the Giants won, and the Giants' defense won in the game. That's true. <laughs> well, except for fourth and inches at the goal line yeah. on the first possession. Yeah, and then CD had to show everybody how you get how you run the ball. The <laughs> yes, yeah. Here's how you got you get, into Here's the how you end get in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> who needs? Who and needs then the run Rico. game was fine after that. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just needed a lesson in how to do that. So do we need to study Carolina? Yes. yes. You yes. respect every opponent in this league, Mickey. All right.
4: I mean, I love, I love the way we came out, you know, aggressive. I think if we played against a team of better stature and standing, I don't think we would have run Tony Pollard on that fourth down. I think we were like, okay, right now this team is, you know, they're not quite where they want to be. You know, we can use this as a teachable moment and get Tony into the end zone and and be confidence for your offensive line as well. Well, that didn't
3: work out. Well, they ran it right into the teeth of the <laughs> Giants' defense. I mean, Dexter Lawrence, you know. And Zach is up there trying to
4: do some things, and he didn't do well that game. He didn't do that. Would do well on that. So, play. did you
3: did you like? The decision to go for it on yes. fourth and goal at the two yard line on the first drive of the game? Yes. I did too. Did you like the decision of the Giants to go for it on fourth and two at the four yard line after that interception? They were down seven nothing at that point. They got the interception, uh, three and out, basically. And uh, they've had the decision at the four yard line, fourth and two, kick a field goal to make it seven to three, or go for it. And Barkley got stuffed for no gain. I like. If I'm the Giants, I'm
4: kicking a field goal there. No, I, I like the uh, decision. I just don't like that
3: it was a running play. I would have tried to pass the ball. Well, you had the rookie quarterback making his first NFL start. Get him
4: outside the pocket See, the, and make it simple. What? I, what?
3: If I'm the Giants in that situation. You can look at it that okay, it's going to take touchdowns to win the game. But when you got a rookie quarterback and you just got an interception there, I feel like you got to get points on the board. And then you got it's a seven three game, and you know what the the Cowboys wind up doing? They took the ball at their own four yard line and they drove ninety six yards (laughs) in eight plays, (laughs) and it's fourteen to nothing. But you know what he was thinking i got to stay close. i I got to have a touchdown because yeah. we're not going to get
1: this, this close. This is as close as, as I'm i just going to get. If I, yeah. If yeah. That's, that's what
4: I, I was no, thinking.
3: I'm, that, that's the exact reason why I take the points is at least I'm staying. My chances of winning this game are so remote. <laughs> <laughs> that the only way that I'm going to win this game is if I can cause turnovers for the other team and so if I can just stay within shouting distance and a field goal at least keeps me within shouting distance I have a chance to get beat 49 to 17 if I go for it here <laughs> <really>. <laughs>
1: He did some very good self scouting, and he knew what their capabilities were, mm-hmm. and he didn't think they were going to get down there again. And, and we should have done something. talked some. about it. He, we knew it. They what they were. You know what this reminds me of? Two thousand nine, the playoff game at Minnesota. Minnesota was scoring thirty some points a game, and the Cowboys were like in fourth and three, fourth and four, mm-hmm. and they elected to kick. A field goal, and it was like forty yards or so, something like that. And I'm going, no, you got to score touchdowns against this team. You got to go for you know, it. It,
3: it. And then they missed the field goal. The way it reminded me of was not necessarily, but I'll, I'll use this as an example: the 2007 playoff game against the Giants, where they just stayed within striking distance. Uh, long enough to win the game. And in the why
1: end. did they stay within drive? Because they would kick did a they? field
3: goal rather than no, going
1: for it. Because, on because the, Cowboy, four the Cowboys line. thought they were going to win the game running the football. And all they did, it, it, was, it was almost like a starving man that eats and eats and eats and gets sick. They were going to run, run, run in the first half, if I remember, Barber... Uh, Marion Barber had like 100 yards rushing, and they only had like 13 or 14 points because mm-hmm. they couldn't run the ball into the end zone. And Terrell Owens was hurt with a high ankle sprain. He should have never played. And they had nobody else at wide receiver to throw the ball
3: to. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're almost out of time here. I'm yeah. <laughs> okay, 2000- and we'll talk to you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 2007, I just got to see if – I got to call up that game real quick, real quick. And and <laughs> no, I Giants won the Super Bowl that year, did you know? Yes, they did. <laughs> and Williams gave up a big pass
1: at the end of the half to lead the Giants downfield. Williams. Mhm. Cuz he didn't cover the tight end.
3: He's a cornerback?
1: Safety. Oh,
3: yes, Williams. Oh, Roy Williams. Roy Williams. Mm-hmm. College football Hall of Famer, Roy Williams. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, that does it for this edition of the not find what you looking <laughs> <about>. <laughs> It didn't work to my advantage. So yeah, I just... <laughs> see, I knew what I was talking about. I was looking to see how many field goals the Giants kicked in that <laughs> game, but there were none, so it didn't really work to my advantage. So I what thought we'll the just final, move on.
1: Final score, like. It was
3: 21, 21 17. 17. Uh huh. It was 21 what 17. What was the
1: halftime score?
3: Uh, boom, boom, boom. It was 14 14. Mm hmm. And the Cowboys only
1: kicked a field goal the rest of the way. Mm-hmm.
3: Nick Folk, 34-yard field so goal. Then we were so right. that's what happened. The so Cowboys. We
1: right. The Giants, yes. We were
3: right. You and I I'll were right. F- Bill was wrong. I'm going to find an example <laughs> that supports my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> There's that's, one game. That's where they lost. They study. had no that. shot. There's a whole bunch of games back there where teams kick field goals. Maybe it was okay? the field because goals. Because back then it wasn't the <laughs> cool thing to do, go for it every time you get down on. down. Maybe it was down. the
1: field goals the Cowboys kicked in 1989. At Mm -hmm. Washington. What did they win that game? Like 13 to 3, 13 to 9, something like that? It was something
3: like that. Steve Walsh. Do you want me to look that up? Well, all you
1: got to do is look in the media guide.
3: Well, okay, let's see who gets there first.
1: Well, you've had a head start.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was 1989. 1989. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Who's going to win? I oh, two come, pages come on Come on laptop. Let's go. All right. Your, uh, iPad, come on. It come on. It was 13-3. Three. I had it right. I had
1: it right. But we 13 tied. 13 3. All right, that does it. Everson Walls defense to <laughs> shut down Doug Williams
3: and oh, they kick field goals to get to 13. Mm-hmm. That's See right. There? Two of them. Yep. Because Jimmy that knew
1: that they didn't have the firepower to score touchdowns.
3: Exactly, which is my point on why you kicked a field goal if you're the New York Giants no, on Sunday. It only That's the last. Right, what so
4: what I that won way. that argument. That was the now, last game I started.
1: Was it really? Yeah. Was okay. Arizona after that? Yeah, Arizona was right after that. No, it wasn't. Let's see. Washington. Yes, it was. Phoenix. And that was the game, right? My 20, life. Twenty-four my life. 24 20. How dare you
4: question my life. Well, you started, this, <laughs> you started the Phoenix game. That would
1: have been the last That's
4: one. That's true. Right? That's Damn. true. Yeah. Okay,
3: second to last start. All right, that does it for this edition of Mixed Shots. We'll figure out what we can look up tomorrow on the next edition. There you go Cowboys.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
2: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!